In today's Firestorm show, we meet Jeff Gwill. Jeff is a businessman who is moving in Holy Spirit power. Jeff is a power evangelist, and he sees healings as a normal part of his daily life. Dramatic healings, supernatural things like legs growing out, creative miracles in the moment, people being so uniquely touched that they fall on their knees and pray to receive Jesus. You got to hear this show. More regular Christians moving in power, moving in the miraculous, moving in love every day as part of their normal life. And my guest today, good friend, you know, there you might think that there's just uh, hundreds and hundreds of uh, firestormers around this area. And uh, we're growing. We're growing for sure. But there is a core group of people that have been just diligently moving in what we call love and action, praying for people as part of their normal life for years. You may be just hearing about it now, but this is something the Lord has been birthing in our area for a while. And there's a few folks that are just the core. You know, they're the core group that uh, the Lord has been, I don't like to ever say using, the Lord doesn't use us, we co-labor with him. We get to co-labor alongside him. And my guest today is my friend Jeff Gwill. And Jeff has been just tilling the soil and consistent in this for a couple of years. You're going to learn so much from him. The testimonies are going to just make you jump up and down because they're amazing and wonderful. But Jeff, thank you for being our guest today on Firestorm Live. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's exciting to have um, folks like you. What I'd like to start with, um, because you've been work moving in this for a while, and we always like to have contemporary testimonies, guys. So the, the thing you'll find with me is that we like to tell testimonies that happened a week ago, happened yesterday, happened you know on Friday afternoon. Um, but Jeff, I think the first time that you stepped out, that the Lord used you, uh, which was a couple of years ago, but I love the testimony because I feel like it, you were marked. There's something that happened that day and everybody, the first time the Lord co-labors with you, it will mark you. It will mark you for your life and you will always remember it. So Jeff, I'd love to start with that one, with what was the thing, what happened that the Lord started this odyssey on with you uh, a, a few years ago? Before anybody was doing it. This is when, like, nobody's doing it. Jeff is a pioneer. Are you talking about, like, years ago? I'm talking about the the Spirit of God turning back suicide. Oh, yeah. Well, years ago, years ago, um, I, I mean, like, I mean, I mean, I've been a morning Christian for 25 years, but I, I don't know, maybe 20 years or more ago, I would pray in my prayer and ask God to use me. And... Okay to put people in my path that he wanted me to pray for or show them his love. And he started doing it. So I remember, you know, and I'm a entrepreneur, I'm in sales and I'm out one night at a Starbucks and cause I'm tired. I'm not looking to evangelize. I'm not looking to pray for anybody. I'm just tired late at night. I need some coffee. And after I get my coffee, there's a young man, probably about 19, 20 years old. And the Lord speaks clear, very clear to me and says, I want you to tell him that I love him and don't give up. And at first, I'm a little bit nervous about it, you know, because yeah. this was years ago. This was before Todd White, Robbie Dawkins, or any of those guys that came to town. But I knew that I knew that there was no way possible I could leave that 
Starbucks um, without telling him. So I said, excuse me. I said, I don't know if this means anything to you, but God wanted me to tell you that he loves you and don't give up. The young man drops his head and with tears in his eyes, he tells me he was literally standing there at that moment thinking about how he was going to commit suicide. Wow. And I had an opportunity to just pray with him and encourage him and show him that God loved him. Amazing. You know, and we hear testimonies like that and it there's a, there's just a place in all of our hearts that's the spirit in you that is going to get fired up and there's going to be a place in you that says, "Wow, Lord, would w- would you do that with me?" Is, the, is that is that for everyone? What would you say, Jeff? Uh, is that for everyone? Or were you on some, you had just come back from a retreat. You had just tithed your last penny. You had, uh, I don't know, you had helped so many old ladies across the street that there was like the, the you had such a level of authority and anointing that God used you. Was that what happened that day? Now, I was watching a famous preacher and, and bought one of his uh, $20 handkerchiefs. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, I was I was out trying to meet my goal for sales. I wasn't even trying to evangelize and tell somebody that God loved them. But but I knew that I knew that God told me, hey, I love talk it. to this guy. And I feel like this, so. there's a lot of teaching points here, folks. One of the teaching points is, and Jeff, what I love about you is you are, you're a business owner, you're married, you have a family, you have, you know, life and mortgage payments, and you your life is the same as most of ours. You don't make your living from ministry. You don't work in a building with a steeple on top. Nope. You have a standard American life. And I think there is an expectation that for us to be used by God, co-labor with him, then we need to be on a different level than we are right now, and we're not ready, and it's not time. What would you say to people that are thinking that, um, the ones that maybe are waiting for something to trigger before they step out? Because what I heard from you is you're just doing life. You just want to get coffee. You weren't evangelizing. You were just going to get coffee. But the Lord saw your heart and I believe your availability, and he then backfills that with a grace. So for people that are on the fence, they're nervous, they've maybe never stepped out, how can you encourage them? Well, I would say that, you know, like I've done, and you were there last time at Believer's Biz, the Mm -hmm. Christian Business Network, I would like to ask our listeners the same thing that I've asked people, and I know that there's probably a a lot of believers that are listening, and, you know, here's the question. How many times have you been in a public place, Walmart, Starbucks, grocery store, at the beach, wherever, and you know that you know that God spoke to you, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, you know that he spoke to you Mm -hmm. and said, hey, Go pray for that person. Tell that person in the line next to you at Chick-fil-A or Starbucks that Jesus loves them. And I've had people in a group of, let's say, 30 people, 80, 90% of them raise their hand and said yes. And I'm asking you, listeners, how many times has that happened to you? Now, my next question is, be transparent. How many times when that happened, Did you allow fear to talk you out of it and you walked away and you didn't say anything? And normally the response is, and I'm sure it's the same now to the listeners, um, 75, 
80% of those people will raise their hand and said, oh yeah, I know that God told me to pray for that person, to tell them that Jesus loves them, but fear set in. Mm -hmm. And um, and so, you know, it, it, I, it, it reminds me of the, the Bible verse um, where Jesus, uh, in Matthew 14, 24, where Peter asked, if it's you, Jesus, call me. Meanwhile, the disciples were in the trouble. Way, I'm sorry, I got ahead of myself. <laughs> Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land for a strong wind had risen and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on the water. When the disciples saw him walking on water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, it's a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage. I am here. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and he walked on water to Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord. And it's the same thing. You know, we're in there, those situations and it's like the Lord is saying, yes, it's me. Come, step out of the boat and, and tell that person Jesus loves them. Buy that person their lunch. Buy that person a free cup of coffee. Yes, yeah. it's me. I'm telling you to do it. That's exciting because, you know, if you are a believer— and if you have professed Jesus as Lord, then you have already done everything you need to do to be on the team. Everybody plays in this game. There's no bench. Everybody has an opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus to hurting folks every day as part of their normal life everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there are amazing, incredible signs, wonders, and miracles, but a lot of time it's just being kind, just having a word of encouragement, just being polite and, and making somebody know that they're seen. And what I love about you, Jeff, is that you just have a natural tendency. You and I have gone and done Love in Action before. You just have a very comfortable way of connecting with folks um, out in the regular world. You know, we don't do evangelism, guys. We do life. We don't say, oh, well, today at 10 o'clock, I'm going to go evangelize. No, today at 10 o'clock, I'm going to be out and about and I'll probably need to go in the grocery store and pick something up. And that's when I evangelize, right? Yes. So I love this, this testimony. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because you guys are going to love this. So you got to tell the testimony of it was what? Elizabeth City. You're there to meet a client. You're down in, you know, the the urban area. Downtown Elizabeth City. Tell us what what did God do there? Because there are so many teaching points in this. Man, we could spend an hour just on this one. But well, real quick on that whole thing about P Peter saying Jesus is at me, call me, and he walked out on the water. Yeah. And he walked on the water, and he was he was doing it, but. As the scripture says, the minute he stopped and looked at the storms and the waves, he allowed fear to come in. Yeah. And then he sank. And that's the same thing that happens with us believers when we're in public. The enemy uses fear mm -hmm. to to discourage us and talk us out of it. And, you know, it's like Peter said, though, hey, Jesus, if it's you, call me. And like I love Joyce Meyer the saying, do it afraid. Yeah. You know? Um, but I'm in downtown Elizabeth City. I'm once again. I'm not necessarily looking 
you know, and the Lord reminds me, well, you prayed, hey, yeah. use me, put people in my path. So there's a gentleman walking in front of me with the cutest little puppy. Uh, never seen this dog, this kind of uh, puppy before, this breed, it, and uh, it no, uh, ended up being a $5,000 puppy. <laughs> He, he breeds them. That's commitment. And and but it it was just a cool way I felt led to you know because I really needed to get back to Chesapeake. It was getting late, but I felt led to spark up a conversation with this gentleman about his puppy. You know that was my end, and uh, we you know conversations going great. And I was going to pray for him. He had just told me that he had a pain level in his knee of around a seven or eight, and then out of the blue I hear Robert. Robert, and here comes this kind of rough-looking fella walking across the street with a smile on his face, and he got kind of had a little stagger in his walk, and 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 then once he got over there, you know, I could smell the alcohol, and and my new friend Robert with the puppies, like James, we thought you were killed, and they put you in the dumpster. Oh my gosh! I mean, this is this like is really real this life is love really happening. Yeah. We're standing on the <laughs> corner of Elizabeth City downtown, and this conversation is happening. And I had just met these guys, and he's like, oh, wow. So he thought he was dead. He thought he was in the dumpster. He's out. And 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 my new friend Robert with the puppy's like, he's somebody you can pray for. And I was like, hey, man, what's, what can I pray for you about? He had some kind of bleeding going on inside. So I prayed for him. The Holy Spirit touched him. He's got tears in his eyes, and he's hugging me and everything right there on the street. He's so happy, and he's like, I just want God to use me. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, before you got here, your friend Robert here was telling me that he has a, a very bad knee and the pain level is around a seven. Okay. Uh, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. I'm going to help you pray for him. You're going to pray for him and Jesus is going to heal his knee. Okay. Let me just cl clarify some things. If you're just tuning in, thank you for listening to us. This is the Firestorm Live broadcast. I have my good friend, Jeff Gwill here, who is telling a fantastic, glorious testimony of how the Lord used him just going about his normal day. He was in Elizabeth City. He's out on the street just meeting his clients uh, as a business owner, and he meets a guy with a cool puppy. So, you know, it's fun to talk about the puppy. So you said hi. You met this man. Another individual comes staggering up, smelling of alcohol, you said. Just released from the local jail. Just, why not? Just released from jail. And uh, there was some question about his uh, possible recent they death. Thought he, they thought they he thought was thought in he, a dumpster dead. <laughs> but he wasn't. No. He was there. So what I want to know is how did you first, for our listeners that are, how did you first break the ice with the guy with the puppy? Because that was your first in. How did you just, what did that sound like when you met this total stranger on the street with the dog? What did you start with? I, well, like I said, I'd never seen a, a breed like that. It was some kind of a rare bulldog type of breed with blue eyes. And, and I just wanted to know, hey, what a you know, beautiful okay. puppy. And then you found out from there, though, you said that he has a knee problem and he had knee pain. So how did you transition from cool puppy, amazing animal? How did you just help our listeners? How would you transition that into finding out how you can pray for him? Um, well, you know, the, the, the classic, we do the pain level, 1 to 10. 10 the the worst pain. Where are you at? Okay. And and he so did you just ask me, him if he had pain in his body? You just kind of went for it? Well, I said, you know, hey, I'm a Christian, and okay. uh, I like to, I, I pray for people a lot, and, and, and Jesus heals them. Do you have anything I, I can pray for you about? Do you have any pain in your body? And he tells me about his knee, okay. and then no sooner than that, 
here comes Jane. The other day. Okay, so here's the pro tip, guys. Um, you just be cool to people. Just talk to them. Talk to them about, my, you know, my wife is amazing with this. She talks to checkout ladies, uh, women working in stores, and she just tells them, she just encourages them. She just says something, you know, I, I, I just love what you did with your eye makeup today. Man, you're the, 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 the way you do your makeup or those earrings or whatever, that color, you know, just the way women can engage with one another. And it opens a door to speaking more life into someone so jeff you did that with the man with the puppy and then here's the pro tip hey i'm a christian i love jesus i pray for people and the lord heals them do you have any pain in your body yeah. a lot of people think that's super bold but that's really where the anointing begins right is that what you've seen before when you step in with that boldness that's when the lord comes under with a grace yeah. And anoints it. I believe it, though. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so tell us about James that was uh, possibly dead in a dumpster but not and smelling of alcohol and out of prison, and you're about to lead him to pray for the first guy's knee. He said he wanted God to use him. Okay. So I'm like, hey, your buddy Robert here just told me that his knee is really hurting him and pain level is seven. Let's pray for him. I'm going to help you put, put your hand on his knee. Which, a teaching moment, you know, especially nowadays with the corona, you, you don't necessarily have to, you know, we, we've, we've stood six feet away from people. I know I have personally yeah. several times and prayed for people and watched Jesus heal people mm -hmm. who were, I, I could share testimonies of people in that situation where I didn't even touch them. Yeah. And Jesus healed them, and then they didn't even have to have their neck surgery. Um, so, James just released from jail they thought he was dead in a dumpster somewhere with alcohol on his breath lays his hands on uh his friend robert's knee he prays you lead him I lead so he him. doesn't know how to pray like this no what did no. that prayer sound like it was interesting um <laughs> father god i thank you for the love that you have for robert james said father god i thank you for the love you have for me i was like i said Okay, say and Robert, and uh, and your word says that he is healed through Jesus's stripes. Your word says, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover as a believer. And in the name of Jesus, I command all pain in in Robert's knee get out, leave now. I command healing in his knee now in Jesus' name. And then we checked it. So you lead James to pray for the other man. Yep. He gets his heart in position of prayer. He says the prayer. You're just narrating. Yep. And then you ask the the man to check his knee, and what happened? The pain went down to, I believe, a three or a four. Okay. So basically cuts in half yep. from where he was at. Mm -hmm. Now he, you have his attention. Uh-huh. And so we, I'm like, okay, we're, let's go one more. Let's go again. And we prayed again, sort of the same type of prayer not yeah. that long and just command healing complete healing and a zero pain level now in jesus name he repeats everything i'm, I'm helping yeah. him and jesus heals robert's knee and they're both two strangers that i just met on the stand on the three of us down the corner hugging with you got tears in their eyes so and, there's crying oh yeah, yeah okay and james still got alcohol on his breath yeah, that will confront a lot of people's theology. And right he's there. homeless, and his because his wife had just kicked him out, and he's homeless. So all these things are going on, and here's a man that the Lord used 
and and he 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 told me that this changed his life. Yeah. So the thrilling thing there's so many levels of this jeff that it's just so thrilling the the way that you just make it very approachable to talk to people i think i think people say i can do that all you have to just do is just be kind just be kind to people and see what the lord does now what jeff does is he'll just put it out there i love the boldness hey i'm a christian i pray for people the lord touches them do you have any pain in your body it's a really great intro and honestly I've never had anybody tell me no. I mean, I've had people that didn't have pain in their body and they'd say, you know, I'm good or whatnot, but I've never had anybody be like, no, stay away from me. I don't want to talk about it. I've never had that. I think there's a curiosity level when you put that out there that people are just interested. Mm -hmm. I wonder what's going to happen. Yeah. Right. Do you, do you see that? Do you notice that? Um, yeah, and, you know, you'll hear, oh, well, I'm a Christian, too. I pray, you know, and, uh, you know, it doesn't always – it sounds like you, you've had greater success with the, the – uh, as far – I have had people say, no, I'm good. Okay. And they'll limp away from me. And I'm thinking, you know, you don't look so good. Yeah. You know, come on, let me pray for you. Right. Please, no, that, that's great. Yeah, we, we should talk about that. We should talk about uh, – Okay, how do you handle it when you go to somebody and you know you're being kind? It's not awkward, and you offer to pray for them, and they are disinterested. I mean, I mean, it's just hey, I there's really, I mean, I'm not really discouraged because I was there, and then I feel like you know, okay, well, maybe even though they turned me down to be to pray for them maybe i planted a seed amen and they're walking away thinking huh that guy maybe i need to pray myself maybe i need to break out my bible and read it because that's great random guy yeah just approached me and wanted to pray for me and i turned him down maybe i should have let him pray for me you know what i love about that jeff is that it it kind of re figures what does success look like okay so if your idea of success is you're going to go to people the lord is going to touch them through your prayer and they'll be supernaturally healed and get out of wheelchairs and that and i've seen that and that is amazing and that is absolutely wonderful and it does happen it absolutely Mm -hmm. happens happens with you However, what if success is not the things that you can measure with your senses, but success is obedience, just simply stepping out and letting people know that the Lord loves you and he sees you, and can I pray a blessing on you? What if that's success? Because I believe it is. I believe success in in this model of what it looks like to be a Christian is not what the world would say, but it is sometimes we see amazing things mm-hmm. and sometimes we see no change but i always tell people if that person felt loved you did it right but if that person didn't feel loved and got out of a wheelchair maybe you didn't do it right mm-hmm. and i love the way that you model we call it love in action for a reason and the the guys in elizabeth city so Folks, you just have to appreciate here, Jeff, um, there's an ethnic dis- – you're, you're different from these guys. Y'all don't blend. Yeah. You're down two, in – Two black gentlemen and, and – And you. And, and me, and I'm, I'm white. If, 
Yeah. If the people in the video. <laughs> you can see him on, see. online right now. Okay. But, but none of that mattered. It's just three guys right there. The three guys and the Lord right there on the corner of Elizabeth City. And you lead one to pray for another. Guy gets healed. They're crying. Yeah. You guys are embracing on the corner, on mm-hmm. the street corner in Elizabeth City. Guys, this is the kingdom. This is what the kingdom looks like. Okay? If you want to see unity, you want to see the body of Christ come together, this is how you do it. Okay? You pray for people naturally, organically, as part of the of your goings about your life, and the Lord shows up, and the Lord backfills things. And the Lord uses a guy who got, just got out of jail, reeking of alcohol, having all these social problems. The Lord uses him to heal someone else in a very non-traditional way, and I think it just makes the Father so happy. That's what I feel like is the the missing link for Christians today. Mm-hmm. And that's where we want to provoke you to action and say, there is more. You got more, my friend. So we need to uh, to do a quick station identification. You are listening to WWIP, The Word in Praise, at 89.1 FM. We are coming out of Cheriton, Virginia. My guest today is Jeff Gwill. You're listening to Firestorm Live. I'm your host, Scott Gilbert. And it is our honor to encourage you and equip you every single week to move in the authority, to move in the love, to move in everything Jesus paid a price for. Because I tell you what, he didn't just pay a price for us to sit in church and tithe and read our Bibles and do the best we can. All those things are wonderful, but he paid a price for us to not just do the words of Jesus and know his words, but his works are teaching points. His works are for all of us also. So our guests on Firestorm Live are to encourage you to move in the works of Jesus, not just the words. And my guest today, Jeff Gwill, is chief among them, one of our core group guys that can just teach you so much. So, Jeff, we've had uh, a lot of cool testimonies with you, and I'm always thrilled because you make the approach – approachable, meaning I love the way that you connect with people, um, and I'd like for you just to encourage folks some ways to just start the conversation. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if you walk right up to someone and say, hey, Jesus loves you, can I pray for you? That's a little weird. That's a little awkward. I don't know that Jesus really ever did that. But we come in with just a natural, just doing life, and how do you move a conversation to things of the Lord so that you can pray for them? Just another example, maybe. Well, I mean, first of all, you know, as Scott had mentioned, I had been doing some form of this, you know, as, as long as probably at least 20 years ago. Mm. But then, you know, what, what I really appreciate, you know, so much about Scott was he was the guy in the area that brought Todd White and those guys into town, brought Robbie Dawkins into town, brought... Tom Rotula and um, Dan Moeller to town that kind of where I kind of had drifted away where I wasn't doing it all the time to where it's like, wow, you know, and, you know, a lot of people talk about Todd White, Hmm. but Todd White, I believe, said he prayed for 900 people at a Walmart before he ever saw one person get healed. A lot of people would have prayed for 10 people and said, well. Give this, up. This yeah, don't work. didn't happen the first time. So, so thank you for doing that. Your obedience and bringing these guys to town to just kind of just whoom, light the flame in me again to mm. get me to where it's like, you know, I'm out in public and I'm praying for people and I'm 
it's like you see when you get a red truck now all of a sudden you see red trucks all over the highway yeah and i start praying for people and seeing jesus heal people and now i see people with canes everywhere and people <laughs> with limping that i didn't see them before and now i just see them and it's like this i'm like looking for them and my, yeah. my wife is like you know um oh i'll tell you a funny story um she she had to be somewhere and she had to be there it was it was it related to the ministry she works for and we went into starbucks uh and i'm in starbucks she calls me from the car and says i hear her say jeff there's a man walking in with a cane we don't have, have time, time. <laughs> <laughs> she knows <laughs> anyway but i couldn't resist the guy looked so pitiful he looked like he was in so much pain and and uh he i asked him what was going on and he had knee replacement surgery and and uh, i said what well, do you have any pain and and he didn't have any pain i okay. said you're lucky he didn't have mm. any pain so we, we i was able to leave and didn't lose any time so uh what was your question again? Mike, okay, so what I love is the way you make things, the the introduction, you make it very approachable, and then the way you turn the conversation to things of the Lord is just so natural. It's never awkward with you, and I think that's really what people are looking for are those kind of cues and clues of how can I, how can I move the discussion to things of the Lord and not make it awkward? Um, well, it's kind of hard not to. I mean, for me, you know, it's the faith that I have and to know that, hey, you know, I, I love as we're getting ready to come up on Easter, you know, Romans 8, 11, mm. the spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in us. And, and the same believers that are listening to me, right, listening to us right now, that same spirit is in them. They read that they have the same, pretty much the same Bible we have, maybe different translations or whatever, mm -hmm. but that same spirit. So, so I, I know that, Scott. Yeah. So there's nothing really awkward, you know, awkward about it. it yeah. It's, it, it's, you, you overcome the fear. You know, we talked about that, that when you first do it, I shared with you about how when you go to Bush Gardens or King's Dominion mm -hmm. and you, and you're like, you know, I, I would think I want to ride that, that new, roller coaster they got that thing looks pretty fun but get your butt out the way <laughs> it looks kind of scary fear starts to set in and 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 there's this battle of of oh i think i want to do it but fear is trying to talk them out talk you out of going and having a good time on that roller coaster but you work yourself through it you ride that amazing fun roller coaster and, and like you added in there you got the, <laughs> yeah you're, you're creeping up you're the hill and you're thinking hill, what did yeah. i do how oh do i i can't gosh. get out of this you can't uh, get right? out of it and then, <laughs> and then i was like yeah! and you come off of it and you're like that was amazing let's do it again let's do it again well when you start to see jesus heal people growing legs out mm -hmm. and people with that. tears in their eyes you're like let's do it again you get hooked you, you're like hey let's do it again you, you feel um, i feel almost like how could i walk out of this store when that person is right there in front of me and i know 
that the Jesus in me could pray for that person and, and, and could heal them. Yeah. How could I, how could I walk out? I think the gap for a lot of people is they say, okay, I, I love that. You know, it works for you, but the Lord's never, you know, used me and I'm afraid he won't show up and I'm going to look bad. Not only I'm, maybe I'm not worried about looking bad, but I don't want to give people a bad idea about Jesus. What if he doesn't heal them? People think that. Well, what if he does? <laughs> Let's just turn it around and say, what if he does? And how many people have you prayed for? Because if you're not getting naturally just used to being his hands and feet in the world, you're not going to see people healed. I mean, we're, we should talk about legs growing out because you have, I think, an anointing. There has been a rash of short legs growing out, which I never knew this, guys. But apparently humans are not symmetrical. I don't know if you knew this. I did not. Apparently, a lot of us, um, one leg's a tiny bit shorter. It's not a big deal. But over life, that will mess up your ankle, mess up your knee, mess up your hip, mess up your back. It keeps going all the way up. By the time you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, you have all this whole systemic issue. And, uh, you know, what's exciting about this, Jeff, is I remember when the Lord, you had a knee problem. For, you were for, wearing a for knee brace years, probably since I was 15, 16. I've, I've, I've had two knee surgeries Okay. and dislocated my knee, uh, and wore a knee brace, like, um, wore a knee brace like every day. Okay. Well, I, I, we didn't talk about this, but I'm going to tell this testimony because I was part of this. We were at an equipping conference and Jeff's wearing a knee brace. Now you maybe you can't see him, but he's in, he's in really good shape. He's an athlete. Um, he's, he's not overweight, he's healthy, uh, body looks like it's in good shape. He's got a knee brace, which is kind of standard for, I guess, guys, once we pass maybe the 40s, we have various uh, knee braces and ankle <laughs> braces in our closet. But Jeff's got a knee brace on. And we had been teaching on be aware that people that have knee problems, ankle problems, hip problems, back problems, uh, when you're praying for them, be aware that that could be because they have one leg just a little shorter than the other. And to examine, to check that. So Jeff, that was you, yep. and you had a knee thing. Yep. And I remember leading, um, I was I, just like you did, I just led uh, another woman to pray for you. Her leg had just grew out too. And then the Lord used her to pray for your leg, yep. your short leg, which was, you know, how, how short were you, about? Maybe a half inch. Okay, so it's not that much, guys. But you but, could see it when on the video, you could see it. We have video of it. Jeff's leg grows out before our eyes, a creative miracle in the moment, and all of your knee pain instantaneously goes away. What I remember about you is you took the knee brace off and you did a one-legged squat yes. right there to show that your knee was healed. Yes, and what's interesting, three years earlier, I had an x-ray and the orthopedic surgeon said, you're bone to bone and you're gonna eventually need knee replacement surgery. And instead, the Lord completely healed you yep. in the moment that mm -hmm. day. And that was just uh, not even a year ago now. But then that seemed to have started an anointing in you for short legs and knee pain and hip pain. Because, you know, the word says, Paul says that as we are comforted, we become a comfortor. Mm -hmm. So this is the revenge of God. <laughs> the ways that you have been wounded the Lord will actually reverse that, and then he will use you to speak life into people that share the same wound. Mm -hmm. So um, 
tell us a testimony about short legs. I want to hear about the lady that uh, the older woman in the Rite Aid parking lot who ran a foot race with her okay. grandson. <laughs> so once again, I'm working. I'm I'm not on this it, it, you know journey. Let me go find somebody to pray to get their leg to grow out. It's it's I'm trying to set up one of my restaurants. Uh, I needed a power cord. I just go across the street and. I'm in Rite Aid and I see a lady on the cane. Remember red truck? Now I see canes. So I, normally when I see someone with a cane, I'm, I'll just walk up very friendly and say, hey, what happened? Why do you have a cane? So that's your intro? Yeah. You just ask them yeah, about? Yeah, just ask. And people like to talk, you know, hey, I'll, yeah, let me, they want to talk about their pain and what's going on. So you know, that's a great teaching point because I have found the exact same thing over and over that it seems a little forward and a little awkward, but if you come with kindness and just decency in your eyes and you ask people about their hurt, a lot of times people want to tell you, oh yeah, I was in a car wreck or, oh, I had surgery in my elbow. It's not awkward, guys. So when you see people, uh, you can even link to, you know, oh wow, you know, I broke my leg like that too. I was in one of those boot casts a few years ago. How are you doing? You know, if you turn it to kindness and love, people are remarkably interested in telling you about their injury. Yes. Yeah. So she tells me that she has a lot of pain in her back and her hip because one of her legs is short. She just volunteers that. Well, I asked her, why <laughs> the cane? And, yeah. and so that's why she has the cane because this, and, and come to find out she was 80 years old and she's had this short leg for years and it's caused her pain in her hip and in her back and in her leg and i said wow let me show you the video my leg was short and it grew out and i pulled out the video scott yeah. and i showed her and she was encouraged and excited and i'm like i'm gonna pray for you and jesus is gonna grow your leg out so what i love that he did there guys okay we talk about the power of testimony on this show over and over and over testimony activates faith so when you can begin the the discussion by saying you know what? I saw somebody else healed of the same thing a week ago. My mother-in-law had the same problem. We prayed for her and the Lord healed her. You know, put it out there. That level of faith actually activates the atmosphere and you will see more. That's a, a huge teaching point here is that Jeff had the same miracle in evidence on your phone because the Lord had done it to you. He shows that to the woman that activates her faith. What happened next? Well, she was like, okay, great. And I tell people, you know, I, I, I believe that encouraged her, you know, mm -hmm. build her faith, even though we've seen people that didn't even believe get healed. Oh, yeah. But I think it helped it build her faith that she's like, okay, that sounds good. She saw the video. So here we go. She's with her uh, grandson uh, that was probably a little bit younger than me and his wife and the three of us are gonna we're gonna go out in the front of the store at Rite Aid we find there just happens to be a bench right there she sits down now I've never done this <laughs> but I'm just stepping out in faith because hey my leg grew out yeah so Jesus is gonna grow your leg out she sits down and we're, we're videoing it and the granddaughter uh, the, the grandson's uh, wife is videotaping it with my phone and you can clearly see it her leg was a lot more shorter than mine and I begin to pray and, you know, pray healing. I, same thing. God, Father, thank you for the love that you have for Mama Joe. 
Okay. That was her name, Mama, Mama Joe. And that she's healed through Jesus' stripes. And in the name of Jesus, I command left leg, no, it was her right leg, right leg grow in the name of Jesus now. And then all of a sudden, she starts going, oh, I feel it. <laughs> oh, I feel it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And she's right. And then the same guy, me, who's like boldly like, Jesus is going to grow your leg out. Yeah. I'm like, look at it. It's it's growing in my hand. So you're just as surprised. I'm just as surprised and excited watching her leg grow out. And she's got, and this is on video too. Yeah. She's got tears in her eyes. She jumps up. She's hanging on her her grandson. This this guy's like six foot four, six foot. Yeah. And she, he's like, Grandma, you 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 mean you going to fight? You, my back, you know, my back's hurt. So I'm like, oh. oh, so we need to pray for you. So I set him down, prayed for him two times. His pain level was like a six, seven, something like that. And uh, first time he's like, it's a five, but I can live with that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We're going to pray again. Prayed again. Jesus healed his back. Took all the, pain gone. All pain. I said, do something you couldn't do before. He's, stay, he's bending over touching his toes i looked at his wife i said has he been able to do that she said he couldn't even get out of the bed this morning nice. i had to help him out of the bed and now i said and she starts telling me about her stuff and i'm like well what do you have going on do you have any pain my knees hurt well sit down yeah so she sits down and i'm like well which knee she said, oh, it goes back and forth, both of them. <laughs> so I prayed for both her knees. The pain level was only like a two or a three. Prayed one time, and she holds up to zero. Zero. Jesus healed her, all pain gone. Now, the husband, her husband, because he heard me, he, he, he does what I did. He now tells her, oh, why don't you do something you couldn't do before? Like, run. And she goes, I'll run. And this is the grandma. This, this is the grand, the grandson's wife. She okay. says the husband challenges her to run. She says, yeah, I think I can run. And then all of a sudden, Mama Joe, the 80-year-old with the short leg and the cane with 10 no minutes longer ago, a short leg. no longer a short leg, dancing all around circles as all this is going on, praising uh, the Lord, says, well, come on then. I'll run with you. And I'm sitting there in shock with my phone, and the two of them line up in front of Rite Aid, and they race each other down the sidewalk. And I'm just like, God, this is awesome. This is awesome. And so we have that video. (laughs) Jeff has sent us that video, and we will have that in the show notes today. That will get uh, uploaded shortly. So if you haven't been to our website, you should check out firestormunited.org. You can look at previous shows. You can look at the evidences. We call them the show notes in all of these. This is firsthand stuff, folks, and this is available to everyone. Yes, we bring on people that provoke you. Yes, we bring on people that are moving in it naturally. Yes, but there is no difference between them and you. The word says that these signs will follow those who believe. Believers. Well, the question I think is, what do you believe? A lot of people say, I'm a believer. I believe in Jesus. I believe he's the son of God. I believe he died on the cross, rose from the dead. And that's wonderful. And that's saving faith. Praise God for that. However, do you believe that 
Jesus gave you authority to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Now, he says he did. These signs will follow those who believe. They'll lay their hands on the sick and they'll recover. They'll cast out devils. They'll raise the dead. Do you believe that you are who Jesus paid a price for you to be? And I think that's the gap that I just want to encourage and provoke everyone. There is more than just saying a prayer and waiting around to go to heaven in the great by and by when you die. Yes, you're going to go to heaven. But you know what? The journey is the exciting part, not just the destination. Heaven is an assurance for you because Jesus is trustworthy. However, what if the Christian life is now about every day, everywhere you go, recreationally, doing battle with the enemy because healing is a supernatural warfare? What if that's the excitement of the Christian life and it's available for every single person? Jeff, is it available for everyone? Absolutely. I mean, you know, once again, Romans eight eleven, the same power that rose Jesus from the dead it just don't live in you and I yeah. and then a few others. No, that same power lives in the believer. Yeah. Do you believe that? So you say you believe. Do you believe that? And you know what? It's okay if you don't. Just take it before the Lord. In fact, I'm feeling a push right now, Jeff. I want to pray for people that are provoked by this but they don't quite know what to do and they don't quite know what they think about this. So let's pray for them now just for an impartation of the very spirit that rose Jesus from the dead lives in you that they would experience that. Okay. Okay. You want to start on that? Father God, I thank you for the love that you have for everyone that is listening to us right now, whether it's on the radio station or Facebook live you love them we're sons and daughters and lord as your word says as believers we can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover thank you lord does not say go get the pastors go get the elders it says believers lay hands on the sick and lord your word says that the same power that rose jesus from the dead lives in us the believer and when we pray for the sick, they shall recover, not might recover, but they will recover. And I pray for everyone listening now that a boldness, thank you, Lord, a Holy Ghost boldness will come upon them right now and that they will step out in faith and be used, that you will begin to speak to them like never before to pray for that person tell that person that jesus loves them mm-hmm. buy them buy their lunch buy their reach over and when they're when they're not looking and and put your card into the credit card machine and bless them and tell them jesus loves them for you said you didn't give us a spirit of fear but a sound mind power and love and your perfect love cast out all fear and that we will those that are listening will Take authority over that fear and they will step out in love because that's what this is about. The love that you have for others and us to be a vessel to, to you, put people in. If you're listening to me now, that starting today, God is going to put people in your path that you can pray for them. Jesus will heal them and that they will know that they know 
Mm. that Jesus loves them. So thank you, Lord. We lift up every single listener right now, Lord. You love them so much. You paid such a price, Lord, and you are calling to yourself sons and daughters right now. Lord, would you just mark them? Would you just mark them right now with a vision, a future, a plan, and a hope for how you want to co-labor with them? That, Lord, we're not on the sideline. There's no sidelines anymore. We're all in the game. Lord, would you just start lighting a fire in their heart and their mind? I pray, Lord, that you would open ears that they could hear your voice. I pray that you would open minds, that, Lord, they would dream dreams tonight. Lord, you said that our young men would see visions and our old men would dream dreams. And I thank you, Lord, that that's everybody. So I thank you, Lord, for an outpouring of your spirit and your presence on every single listener right now, calling them to a deeper walk and calling them to the excitement of walking with you every single day in love, in love. Baptize them right now in love. Give them a vision in Jesus' name. So, Jeff, we probably have time for one more. Um, you've got so many of these. Let's squeeze and we in could... those two more. Okay, carry on. Okay. Carry on. All right. All right. I know you love the one about the lady at the hospital whose leg grew up. We do have that video, I think, too. So, yes, let's talk about the other. So, so I'm, yeah. I'm going to visit, which I believe all believers, when you know people um, that are in the hospital, friends, family, you know, I mean, as believers, it doesn't, the responsibility doesn't always have to go to the pastors, yeah. you know, or the elders. We can go to the hospital and we can pray for people. And that's what I was doing. Uh, a, a, a neighbor of my grandparents uh, was, uh, on, she was terminally ill and I was on my way to pray for her. And uh, on the way there, there was a lady in front of me uh, that was there for uh, getting some procedures done on her heart. And so had, you're in the hospital. You're I'm just in the, in the lobby. I'm in the hospital on my way to go pray okay. for my friend. And and I'm, I did my thing with, hey, what what's going Why do you have a cane? And she explains to me that for a couple of years, she's had a short leg and it's causing her a lot of pain in her hip and her back. I'm like, well, hey. Another one. Jesus is, <laughs> healed, grew my leg out. I, I can pray for you, and if you want Jesus, I'll pray for you. Jesus will heal you. He'll grow your leg out. So we walk into the lobby area, and I want to get it on video, and it's just her and I. She sits down. I go over to the information of the hospital information desk, and there's two workers, two young ladies, and I said, hey, do you guys want to see a miracle? Come on. They look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. I, I said, I pointed at my friend, gosh, what was her name again? And said, Jesus is going to grow her leg out. And they jump up from their desk thinking, what is this guy talking about? And we go over there and they, I sit her down and they're doing the video. And her leg was so noticeable. I mean, you could clearly see it. And right it before our very eyes her leg grows out like pinocchio's nose yeah. i'm thinking stop it's yeah. going too I've far i've had that same experience <laughs> and, yeah. and 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 they're watching it they're videoing it and and then she gets up and she still has some pain in her back i prayed for her uh once again and jesus healed her and i and i have it all on video and oh and she i made her take her shoes off scott yeah. had taught me that when you're doing this and you can take the shoes off you can get a better view of how short the leg is yeah and but she had warned me you're gonna have to help me to put these shoes back on all of a sudden one of the the, the young ladies 
that did the video, she's like, um, look, she don't need your help. She was bent down, putting her shoes on all by herself. Now, this is an elderly lady. Yeah. She's probably in her 70s. And yeah. she, I watched her, and I videotaped her walking out of that hospital, carrying the cane in her hand. To the glory of Jesus Christ. Yes. And, you know, people hear this and they're like, oh, yeah, there's shenanigans there. I've heard of people faking this and pulling on heels of shoes. Guys, I don't know about any of that stuff because I haven't done any of that. But here's what I do know. Um, what what Jeff's talking about, what we do is our bodies are not symmetrical. Like I said, we're, we can be off a little bit and it'll, it'll misalign the whole system. But what we do is we sit people down. We push their hips all the way back up against the back of the bench or the chair or whatever and then we hold their heels in our hands take their shoes off hold their heels in our hands now what i do is i freeze my skeleton and try to not look because i don't want to change any data points so i hold them and then what i do is we compare their ankle bones because ankle bones are a really good comparison point whether a leg is shorter or whatever so, Jeff, I know you did this. You're holding this old lady's heels in your hands. We freeze our skeleton because I'm not going to move. I'm not going to change any data point. I'm not going to lift one, pull. I'm not doing anything. I just hold it right there. We pray a prayer of faith, which is short. Mm-hmm. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for healing power. And right now I command right leg grow right now to the authority of Jesus Christ. Something like that. Amen. And sometimes it happens within a second. For me, it seems that there's always slow internet when I pray that prayer, and it's like 30 seconds and you're waiting. And, uh, you know, with you, I feel like with your leg, it grew out pretty quickly. But then sometimes I've been waiting for 90 seconds, uh, two minutes, and uh, and then we pray again. So this, this lovely lady, her leg grows out right there before our eyes, a creative miracle in the moment. Her, her hip pain goes away. She's able to put her shoes on. Um, I guess she doesn't need to go to her doctor's appointment anymore. Well, she was there for heart therapy. For, but, you know. Okay, did you but, pray for her heart too? Um, I prayed for a blessing, an overall blessing over her, yeah. Amen, yeah, amen. So this is available. And what I'd just like to encourage everybody, you can go to our website, firestormunited.org, and we will upload some of these videos. Jeff has a few of them. And, uh, you know, we're excited to provoke you. We're excited to show you that this is available for everyone. The Lord wants to use you. He is excited and he will use you. So, Jeff, thank you for your time. Thank you for all the pointers. There are so many of them. Will you come back and tell us more testimonies one of these days? Absolutely. Let's do it again. You're a warrior, dude. I love it. I love it. And you know, the thing is that the healing, as amazing as that is, it's about the Father's love. Amen. It's, it's just the healing is just something that I believe that is used to show people how much God loves them. Thank you for listening to the Firestorm podcast with your host, Scott Gilbert. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and subscribe wherever you listen. If you're looking for more about the Firestorm equipping ministry, you can find us on the web at firestormunited.org. We're also on Facebook at Firestorm United. If you'd like to partner with us, equipping the body of Christ for revival, you can give on our website, firestormunited.org. All donations are tax deductible. In our next episode, 
we revisit the incredible testimony of Steve Spellman. Injured 20 years ago on a cane, body destroyed from three bullet wounds, bullets lodged in his back, in his spine. The Lord supernaturally heals him in a moment. We're going to meet another one of the young evangelists that was there at that time. Jeremiah Gwendu was one of the many that prayed for Stephen that day. There were three of us. And from Jeremiah's perspective and from Steve's perspective, the beauty of what God did that is available to every single believer. You got to check it out.